I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. At a time when a lot of people in tech circles and lawmakers too are talking about regulating AI over ethical concerns, India has chosen to do the exact opposite. IT Minister Ashwini Vishwanath recently told the Parliament in writing that the government is not considering a law or regulating the growth of artificial intelligence in the country. Rather, it wants to actually harness the potential of AI to provide personalized and interactive citizen-centric services through digital public platforms. In the other words of Rajiv Chandrasekhar, the Minister of State of Electronics and IT, AI is a quote-unquote kinetic enabler of the digital economy and innovation ecosystem. End quote. Now, amid an AI boom, India's decision could have a huge impact given the fact that this is the second largest internet market in the world, which makes it a gold mine for data. And data, as we all know, is like fuel for AI. But what could also drive more AI tech and AI startups towards India is the fact that European Union, the UK and United States are all advancing with extreme caution. For instance, Italy has banned ChatGPT over concerns of personal data collection. It also put a temporary restriction on OpenAI, the company that developed ChatGPT. The EU has proposed a legislation called the European AI Act that will classify different AI tech in different risk categories. If passed, then this would be one of the first legislations around AI that will work in tandem with data protection laws. Now, similarly, while the UK and US haven't brought any directive yet, they're definitely mulling over bringing some regulatory frameworks in place. Now, coming back to the Indian scenario, granted that there could be some good uses of AI, but the keyword here is regulation. And you know, the dangers of unregulated AI has been making headlines. We've also covered it extensively in our previous episodes. Many experiments have showcased how AI absorbs the biases of society and can also pass off misinformation very convincingly. Do I even need to point out how India has already been grappling with a serious misinformation problem? Also, speaking of misinformation, as per Washington Post report, ChatGPT recently cooked up a sexual harassment case and named a real professor as an accused. So you get my point here. And the thing is, even the center acknowledges the harms it can cause. To that end, Niti Aayog, the government's policy think tank, also published a series of papers on the subject of responsible AI for all. However, it seems that a consensus is lacking among ministers and government bodies on regulating AI algorithms and bringing in systems. But experts predict that unregulated AI could easily turn into a nightmare. For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I am Anaswini and this is the Deep Dive for 7th April 2023. If you're a fan of Apple products and happen to be in Mumbai, 
There's some good news for you all. The tech biggie has unveiled the first look of its upcoming store at Geo World Drive Mall in Mumbai on Wednesday, signaling that the much anticipated opening of Apple BKC is just around the corner. Apple's decision to launch its first retail store in India aligns with its efforts to increase local manufacturing in support of government's Make in India initiative. In recent years, the company has achieved remarkable success across various product categories, especially in iPhone sales. For instance, in 2022, Apple manufactured over 6.5 million iPhones in India, out of a total of 200 million iPhones produced worldwide. For this year, the company has set a goal to produce 10 million units in the country. Plus, India has proven to be a consistent growth market. In fact, IDC India's associate vice president Navkendra Singh believes that now is the perfect time for Apple to expand in India, given that the premium consumer segment is maturing and willing to spend more, especially in the high-end market. But you see, Apple's expansion plans in India are not just limited to retail, but also to manufacturing. The company has been leveraging Taiwanese electronic manufacturers Foxconn and Vistron Corp. to assemble some of its products in india including iphones to further strengthen its manufacturing operations in the country apple has also announced plans to assemble ipads and airpods soon industry analysts speculate that apple's decision to open its first retail store in india is part of its broader strategy to bring its renowned retail experience to the indian market the company aims to provide customers with the same high quality experience knowledgeable staff and exceptional service standards that it is famous for globally by replicating this experience in india apple hopes to attract a significant share of country's growing market and drive growth in the years to come but wait is tim cook coming all the way to india just to open a retail store so here's what we have gathered apple's investment in india is paying off as the company is already experiencing significant benefits bloomberg reports that between april and december 2022 apple exported over 2.5 billion dollar worth of iphone handsets from the country a nearly twofold increase from the previous fiscal year the company's primary manufacturers foxconn and vistron have each exported over 1 billion dollar worth of iphones from india and apple's decision to increase its exports from india also signals a strategic shift away from china but why though i mean as mark german highlighted in his article tim cook's work in fostering apple's positive relationship with china is considered a significant achievement as the company draws almost 20% of its revenue from the region and operates over 40 apple stores there and yet apple is having difficulty with china and is going through its most tough time in recent memory In fact, this move follows the disruption of Apple's supply chain in November due to the unrest at Foxconn's primary Chinese facility. Besides that, recent events have weakened China's reputation as a trustworthy manufacturing hub, prompting Apple to diversify its operations and relocate to other production hubs. And Apple is not just shifting away from China, but also from Taiwan due to concerns over geopolitical tensions. As a result, starting next year, the company will source chips from a TSMC plant coming up in Arizona. But anyway, 
to gain a better understanding of why apple is interested in expanding into india and what their overall strategy may be we have invited rajneel kamar co-founder of the signal and an expert on all things related to apple to share his insights so apple sent out an email to all customers in india today with the subject we are opening our first store in india the first one is coming up in mumbai at the bandra kurla complex it's called apple bkc There's one more expected in Delhi at the Select City Walk Mall. Apple CEO Tim Cook is expected to be here at the launch, and this trip is going to be very different from the one he made in 2016. He did some very typical things that you would expect. He went for an IPL match. He went and prayed at Siddhi Vinayak. He had a party with a lot of Bollywood stars. And even though he met Prime Minister Modi back then, it was a little bit like the cold shoulder he'd received because Apple was not yet committing to manufacture in India. and the make in india campaign had just launched now things have changed for almost 7 years there have been significant shifts in geopolitics there's been covid and tim cook needs india now he needs india to be a new base for manufacturing he needs it to be a new hub for exports for the iphones across the world and more than anything he needs to ensure that he is hedging his bets deleveraging from china and setting up a more diverse global supply chain for the company apple has a lot riding on this and they have faced challenges in the past with manufacturing in india but this is for tim cook to win he's known to be a diplomat he's someone who deftly manages very complex situations and all eyes are going to be on his visit to india because we need to know what else is in store at the same time we need to now keep a watch on wwdc which is the worldwide developers conference that apple has every year it's happening in june because while apple is selling a lot of their devices in india their software is still not localized the way google has done or some of the other companies have done so there's going to be a lot of eyes to see what ios 17 has in store for the country as well and before we sign off for the week here is our third segment one last thing where we bring to you an offbeat story that you won't find in the headlines long before korean boy bands hogged the spotlight it was the puerto rico boy band menudo that was stealing hearts if you're not too familiar with the band you surely know ricky martin right well he was one of the legendary bandmates of this iconic band of the 80s it practically launched his career before he went solo But now to some good news. Menudo is being resurrected with a new twist. After disbanding about 12 years ago, Menudo Productions have taken over their rights and since then have been trying to find the next best thing. To make it happen, the production house teamed up with none other than the TV personality Mario Lopez. Together, they scoured Miami for talented bilingual boys between 10 to 15 years old. And after intense auditions, they found the final five these boys wowed everyone with their incredible dance moves during their introductions they are determined to bring a fresh style to the new menudo and recently released their new single mi amore on good morning america it's like menudo's spirit has been passed down to a whole new generation are you ready for more If you like listening to the Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. 
We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the signal dot co. Also, on a side note, the Signal Daily crew will be taking a break on Sunday on the account of Easter, so there will be no episode on Monday. We'll see you again on Tuesday. Until then, have a great long weekend. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched, and produced by Shorbury Akshaya and me, Manaswini. Edited by Dinesh Narayanan. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are the Signal dot Co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.